Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So you take a look at what happened in Georgia, and you take a look at the fact that Herschel Walker loses to the incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock, but it wasn't a blowout. It was just a loss. Does it matter at this stage of the game? Does it matter that it's just a loss? A loss is a loss is a loss. Exactly how many losses are the Republican Party going to take in an election that everybody thought, including Democrats and all Democrats, that they were going to get blown out in? Yet it's Republicans who did not make it happen in the Senate and barely made it in the House. There are successes. There are successes in those school board races. You saw massive massive success in New York, but you didn't see success in getting people over the finish line. You didn't get Lee Zeldin into that governor's chair in New York, which was a very difficult thing to do. You didn't do it with Carrie Lake. You didn't do it with Adam Laxalt. There are places where there were losses. And of course, this Georgia race. So is the question, is the, is the, the question, I guess, is the problem in front of us, the candidate quality, or is the problem in front of us, how we run? how we engage going out there and trying to get the vote. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It is good uh, to be with you. You can find everything that I'm doing over there at TonyKatz.Locals.com. Kurt Schlichter joins us uh, right now. He's a trial lawyer by trade. That's how you know him. And then, of course, you know his work as an author. He has the Kelly Turnbull series of books. You can find those at Amazon.com, The People's Republic, Inferno, Crisis Collapse, uh, The Split. His latest book, Inferno, is available at Amazon.com, part of the Kelly Turnbull series of books. You also know his work as a columnist at Townhall.com. And I've been trying, Kurt, to figure out how you create the difference between what took place in Georgia and then what's going on with the party and this real conversation of how do the same people who didn't bring victory, whether it be Kevin McCarthy in the House or uh, Mitch McConnell in the Senate or Rona McDaniel, uh, they're the head of the RNC, how are they still in power yet? McCarthy gets reelected to leader, McConnell gets reelected to leader, and it very much seems now with Lee Zeldin saying he's not going to run, uh, the Republican from New York, that Ronald McDaniel is going to remain in leadership. And I don't think I have what it takes to be able to uh, extricate the two things, right? Or, or split apart the two things. This Herschel Walker debacle, if you will, if you will, versus what's going on with the Republican Party as a whole. So I ask the question this way. What is the problem as you see it and as you've written about it with the Republican Party? And how do you go about making those changes? Well, Tony, we've got a lot of uh, problems with the Republican Party, a lot. Uh, and luckily, we have a little bit of uh, runway before the 2024 election. Uh, but you, you hit on an important point. There's no accountability here. One of the reasons our country is in such dire straits is the total lack of accountability on the part of the people who run things and have run it into the ground. So McCarthy, who, who did – they did win back the House. They didn't get as many as we thought, but they did win back the House. I, I can live with him as Speaker. Uh, McConnell? I got some problems with, but I can't find a good substitute. There's no one else that I can think of who can hold together a coalition 
that spans from Susan Collins all the way over to J.D. Vance, other than McConnell, uh, which brings us Rona McDaniel. She is now 0-5 in elections, two of them being Georgia runoff. They have been blown. Now, I, I, I know there are lots of excuses. There are lots of other reasons. You can talk about the effect of Trump. You can talk about and, – and he's partly to blame. You can talk about candidate mistakes. You could talk about the, uh, the, the wreck of the Republican uh, uh, brand. You could talk about funding. You can talk about all those things. Don't care. Rona McDaniel's the chair. Commander's responsible for everything a unit does or doesn't do. It's very linear about this. It's worked for 5,000 years in the military. It can work here, too. You're responsible. Get it done. I don't care what the problems are. We hired her to fix the problems. Now, Lee Zeldin has stepped out, but he says they need new blood. We got Harmeet Dillon as a potential candidate. I know Michael Lindell's been talking about it, but that's not going to happen. Uh, there are 168 Republican uh, poobahs who vote for the RNC chair, and uh, they better hear in the next few weeks from the base. I did a poll, Tony. It's not scientific, but I did a poll on Twitter. Follow me at Kurt Schlichter. 5,996 people voted. Who do you want to run the RNC? 0.6% voted for Rona. 06 that's a statistical anomaly. It's almost impossible. Literally more people would vote in favor of monkeypox than having Rona for another term. Now, we should be uh, engage a little bit of clarity here, talking to Kurt Schlichter, retired Colonel, United States Army, author of the book Inferno, a Kelly Turnbull novel, which you can find at Amazon.com. It's not about people being angry at Rona McDaniel. I have not heard anybody screaming and yelling about how much they dislike her. It is like we see in NFL coaches. It's about the result. You're yeah. discussing it. It's 0-5. How is this even a question? And what's the argument in favor of keeping her? Well, the argument in favor of keeping her is she wants to be Republican chair. No, that, that's, that's literally it. She's not, what, what she, you know, hey, I've blown it five times. You know, six, I, 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 six is my lucky number. I'm due. I, I mean, look, if she was a coach of a sports ball team, she'd be pounding the pavement. It's nothing personal. I, I, everybody who's met her says she's a nice lady. I'm sure she is. I don't care. I just want her gone because she has a proven track record of failure again and again and again. And I don't want to hear about how it was close. I don't want to hear about the problems. I hi we hired her, and, and we, the Republican Party, did hire her. She works for us, the base, even if she doesn't think so. We hired her to not have it close, to not let the obstacle stop her. But she has. So she needs to go away. The question now comes to who do you replace her with, the devil you know versus the devil that, that you don't. I ha I've made this argument that you can't just simply accept that this is who you have because this is who you have or they're due or as Republicans often discuss, well, it's their turn. I don't, I don't believe in turns. I, I believe in, in victory. So do you have anybody else in mind? You mentioned some of the people who are running. Uh, I'm questioning who would you like to have run 
And then what is it that you want to see them do? What are, as as you watch this uh, there from, from your, your world at, at townhall.com and, and the work you do both on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter, S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R, uh, and, and other places, uh, commentaries uh, on cable news outlets, what is the maneuver that the Republicans need to engage in order to get victory? Well, look, I, I, I'm a big supporter of Harmeet Dillon. That comes uh, in part from my law side. She's another California lawyer. She does a lot of high-profile conservative cases. I do kind of behind-the-scenes conservative stuff. But when there's a, a big case with a lot of media, I, I send it up to Harmeet, and she does a great job. She knows how to handle media. She knows how to communicate. That's step one. Uh, she also has been very deeply involved. She is a, uh, a, a committee person for California. So she knows the Republican National Committee from the inside, and she's been a longtime observer and a longtime critic who has seen the problems. She's fought election battles. She understands the election lawfare issues. She understands it probably better than almost anybody else in the Republican Party. Uh, she's also very popular among the base. Uh, she, you know, she she is not tied to big donors. She is not tied to big companies. She is uh, uh, truly uh, in sync with the current Republican Party, where you want to call it MAGA or America First or you know traditional whatever you want to call it. She is in line with the base and gets it. But she's also a person who knows how to interact at a very high level, uh, especially as a lawyer. She goes and gets and keeps clients. She knows how to work with donors. So she she really checks all the boxes. Uh, she's also a great person. She's very honest. And, you know, she has a, a, a real personal experience in the screw-ups of the Republican Party. I think she's a great person to go in and fix some of the problems she's identified over the years. I encourage people to, to look her up, Harmeet Dillon, H-A-R-M-E-E-T, Harmeet Dillon. Uh, read about her. But, you, you know, you brought up the idea of Trump and his level of culpability, right? This this brings up the conversation of candidate quality. And, and you had Van Jones on CNN thanking Trump for supporting uh, Herschel Walker. But when you take a look at that spread, it was, what, two or three points? It was, maybe it was even less when it all, all the votes come in. It wasn't a blowout. It wasn't a 15-point blowout. So as you see it, what is Trump's culpability? And is this a conversation about don't get wrapped up in it in 2024? As you've written about, you've written about the case for DeSantis, the case against DeSantis, the case uh, for and against everyone else as you're trying to share, hey, here are the thoughts that we, we should be looking at as we look into 2024. You can find that all at townhall.com. Um, what is Trump's culpability in your view? And has this uh, has these choices have these choices these nominations these endorsements I should say uh, hurt him going forward? Well, look, uh, uh, Trump did pretty poorly in disputed uh, Senate races. Uh, he, he, he his endorsements did well in guys who were likely to win anyway. Uh, in the disputed guys, not so much. And the fact that they were very close indicates that the Trump factor was probably greater. That is, if Trump cost uh, Herschel two points one way or the other, well, that, w- that would switch things completely. Now, here's the thing about Trump. I think he was a great president. I think he did a lot of great things. I also think he has a ceiling because some people, I don't care why, it's irrelevant why, but hate him unreasonably. They aren't going to change their minds. For, for, you know, and 
while Trump can motivate uh, uh, our base to some extent, I think I think that's uh, lessening day by day. Uh, he definitely motivates the other side. I was told I don't live in Georgia, but I was told that you you saw two kinds of ads from Warnock: one abortion, one Herschel loves Trump, and uh, you know it, it looks like it paid off. The simple fact is a lot of people hate Trump and will vote against him or anyone he blesses. And that is a problem. It's not a moral judgment about Trump. It's an objective judgment. It's a problem. And uh, people are going to have to look at that over the next two years. But the, what I'm now going to hear, the emails that I will get from the the vocal, is that, oh, once again, Tony, you got another Trump hater uh, talking, uh, another yeah, never Trumper. Trump hater who you read the... You, you actually read the audio book of my book Defending Trump Against Scurrilous Charges, as I believe. I did, by the way. He wrote, uh, uh, Kurt has a book. I'm forgetting the name of it right now. Um, uh, 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump. Yeah, and you. I defended Trump, and I will also point out when uh, uh, when he's a problem. I, I'm unsentimental. I, I, you know, I, I, he's a politician. I don't owe him loyalty. He owes me loyalty. He owes me wins. If he's not winning... Here's a handshake. Enjoy your retirement. I, I don't care about his feelings. I don't care that he was ripped off in 2020. And I was one of the election lawyers on 2020. I know it was a problem. Don't care. Because this, that's, that's the past. This drives people. I don't care about the future. This drives people batty because what they want to do is engage in a level of piousness. And I, and, and I have this debate constantly on the air. They want to be angry about the thing. Me, I want to go about winning. I oppose early voting. I oppose the ballot curing. I oppose the ballot harvesting. But if it's legal, you got to go out there and do it. And that's something that we aren't seeing as of yet from the Republican Party. Is this a conversation for the next future RNC chair? Or is this about every state? state getting down some brass tacks well i think it's about both look at california california believe it or not saved the house of representatives how did it do that uh because we adopt we, we we start playing by california rules which are early voting ballot harvesting all that stuff so you catch mega churches gun stores uh you know uh, you know all, all harvesting ballots from conservatives and we won seats that we had previously lost and we came close in a few others you've got to play by look you don't get to pick the battlefield you fight on you got to fight in the battle that you're faced with and if if you're in a state with these loose you got to play by them. if you have a chance to tighten them up i i think you should i would like one day voting on paper everybody does it in person with full id and you know a notarized person I, you know, I, I would like that. But you know what? To get that done, I need to win elections so I can pass laws that make that the law. You say it. And a lot of people are, well, we should outlaw this stuff. Well, you know, I'd like a pony, too. You look great with a pony, by the way. I would, actually, I'd go for a unicorn. It really lets my inner rainbow out. Kurt Schlichter is his name. Uh, you can find his work at townhall.com uh, and the Kelly Turnbull series of books, the latest book being Inferno, available at amazon.com or wherever. I should say wherever fine books are sold, but that series is only on Amazon. His other books you can find 
all over the place, whether that be a militant normals, we'll be back, the fall and rise of America, and of course, uh, the 21 biggest lies about Donald Trump and you. You can find those at Amazon.com or wherever fine books are sold. Kurt Schlichter, always a pleasure. Follow him on Twitter, S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R. Kurt Schlichter is where you find him on Twitter. Good to talk to you. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz.